Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, your local Hawaii Nissan dealers, and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now, first at four. At first at four, a boulder crashes through a wall and into a bedroom. Two people asleep just feet from where it stopped. This is the third rockfall incident in the past two weeks on Oahu. It happened around two this morning on Pono Street in Aiea. Our Casey Lund reports from the scene. Aloha from Pono Street in IA. I want to get right to this dramatic scene here and pop the camera in, if we can, uh, to the bedroom here of this home. And you can see that massive boulder and how close it came to the bed inside this bedroom uh, on the Malka wall of this home. Uh, we also have uh, Tyler Ramel with us uh, this morning, uh, the homeowner. You were sleeping right there uh, with your wife. This happened around 2 a.m. And, and before we start talking, Tyler, I also want to kind of show where this boulder came down from really steep hill here uh, back in your backyard a retaining wall knocked through that mm -hmm. uh, walk me through those moments early this morning uh, when you woke up to that yeah it was around two o'clock heard this loud boom um I, I thought it was like a dream or something and then my wife was the one that instantly woke up and then when i finally collected myself like just looking at this big boulder in front of me i was in shock I mean, I want to ask you, uh, when you see the damage that was done here and how much force that came down with, uh, when you did gather yourself and, and kind of realized how fortunate you guys were, I mean, um, <laughs> I imagine you guys hugged each other and kind of took a moment, and then what did you do? Um, I just was trying to figure out what would be the next step. I mean, I, this is something that, you know, normally no one really goes through, and, like, you wonder... What, what's the next step? What do you do? So I guess instantly I called the fire department and just kind of slowly tried to gather my thoughts and you know, figure out what the next steps would be. And so, you know, we've uh, had some wet weather and, and I know that you also, when we spoke to you a little earlier, uh, had had some issues possibly with some water coming down, maybe from a reservoir. Tell me a little bit about uh, and that. So yeah, um, other, you know, with the rains that we've been having, um, two incidents on January 13th and on the 27th, Notice a lot of water coming down this hill um, into our backyard. Um, the first is the incident. Um, I, you know, hiked it up there and traced it down, coming out from this gated area, which looks like it was coming from a reservoir. Tried to piece, you know, put the pieces together. Um, reached out to Board of Water to see if they could you know, kind of guide me through it or if they would fix the problem. And while Tyler and his wife wait for answers to try and figure out how exactly this happened and how they can keep it from happening again, he says he's also reached out to contractors to try and clean up this mess, though. The most important thing, he tells me, is that nobody was hurt. Reporting in IA, I'm Casey Lund. For now, we'll send things back to you. Casey, thank you. This just in, a jury has found Lindsay Kinney guilty of threatening to kill a Waianae Harbor master and his family after his boat was impounded. The FBI arrested Kinney in April after he posted threatening videos on social media. He is also a key witness in the case against accused crime boss Mike Miskey after allegedly turning down Miskey's request to kill a man. A former Maui wastewater official was sentenced to 10 years in prison today for bribery. A federal judge also ordered Stuart Stant to serve three years of supervised release and to forfeit $1.9 million. Stan pleaded guilty to accepting $2 million in bribes from Honolulu businessman Mike Milton Choi. 
In exchange, he steered $19 million in non-bid contracts to Choi's industrial cleaning company. Federal prosecutors called former Punahou basketball coach Dwayne Ewan a prolific child predator and urged a judge to keep him behind bars as he awaits trial because he's a danger to the public. Ewan, a 1991 Punahou graduate, was arrested by the FBI last week on a single count of possessing child pornography. He remains in federal custody. His detention hearing, which was originally set for today, was continued to February 23rd. In their filing, the feds cited several civil lawsuits filed by several of his former players in 2020, accusing UN of sexual misconduct. The feds who interviewed the girls say the suits show that UN is a danger to the public. UN's attorney declined comment today, saying she plans to file a response next week. And today, new video of the man accused of attacking a woman last week at the Mililani Walmart parking lot. Our crews were there when Desmond Kekahuna came out of the sheriff's booking station in handcuffs. An Oahu grand jury indicted the 46-year-old yesterday for attempted murder and second-degree assault. He's accused of intentionally driving into a woman while she was pushing her baby in a stroller and then beating her and a good Samaritan with a tire iron. Kekahuna is being held at OCCC on $1 million bail. Well, Hawaii residents will watch another Super Bowl this weekend, unable to bet on the game using online services like FanDuel or DraftKings. An effort to legalize online sports betting at the legislature did not pay off this morning. And as Daryl Huff reports, it was likely the first and last play for legalized gaming this year. The sports betting industry and its supporters came in with the argument that there are already thousands of people illegally betting on sports in Hawaii, so why not legalize it, regulate it, and tax it? An industry lobbyist said a study estimated a quarter million Hawaii residents illegally bet more than $600 million a year, but admitted at today's hearing, that's a wild guesstimate. So we don't have specific numbers because it's an illicit, an illicit market with participants and operators who do not want to be tracked. They also guesstimate legal online sports betting on their platforms could bring in about $7 million a year, but opponents say legal or illegal, the harm is still the same. The statistics are highly against them. They're probably not going to win their wager, and they're probably going to lose more of their money. The companies say they watch for problem gambling and encourage players to limit themselves. What we find is that um, the most sustainable consumer base is folks who are doing it um, in a responsible, fun way. Lawmakers said with 35 states allowing online sports betting, it was the only form of gaming with a chance this year. Committee Chair Daniel Holt, who sees lots of illegal gambling in his Kalihi district, had to throw in the towel. I think maybe at some point this may be a worthy cause for us, but I think at this point, $7 million a year may not be worth putting our communities at risk. Holt and House leaders say that was the last we will hear of gambling this year. Gambling supporters were betting on the state house for any break in the anti-gambling stance of this state, and it's unlikely they'll get any help from the state Senate. Reporting from the state capitol, Daryl Huff, Hawaii News Now. Weather now, let's take you outside to Waikoloa on the Big Island where the winds are whipping. That has been the top story for weather this week and heading into the weekend. We turn to Chief Meteorologist Jennifer Robbins. How's it, Jen? 
And we will start seeing stronger winds tomorrow even. They're very gusty today, but getting at its peak gust tomorrow up to 50 miles per hour. That's why we have a gale warning, wind advisories across all of the islands, and mainly we're seeing the strongest of the winds downwind of the mountain. So that makes it over those leeward neighborhoods. And you can see right now the winds not too bad. Sustained winds, it's the gusts we're talking about, up to 40 miles per hour this afternoon, jumping up to even 50 miles per hour by tomorrow as the stronger winds will be developing. What's happening? Well, very strong downsloping winds. So first alerts for you. We're talking about as the winds race over the mountains, it's about 33 miles per hour, but then it compresses and accelerates as it races down the slope up to 45 to 50 miles per hour. And that's what we're going to be seeing for tomorrow. So potentially large branches are going to be moving around. Also, maybe some down trees here and there. So definitely be careful. And we could see some power outages within tomorrow because of these strong winds. I'll take a deeper look at what we're expecting into the weekend coming up soon. Thank you very much, Jen. In Turkey and Syria, a desperate struggle to find survivors from a deadly earthquake. The death toll has now reached 12,000. And as Tina Krause shows us, rescuers are digging through rubble with their bare hands. As the frantic search for survivors continues, Rescue workers managed to save a father along with his young son and daughter from a collapsed building in northern Syria. Officials call the first three days after an earthquake the golden period, when the chances are greatest of finding survivors. But as this volunteer says, with each passing hour, the conditions become more difficult, with cold temperatures setting in and some being found dead. With survivors desperate for food and water, some are pleading for more humanitarian aid. Visiting a tent city, Turkey's president rejected criticism of his government's response, saying it's not possible to be prepared for a disaster this big. Officials from the World Health Organization are warning of a growing crisis. We've got a lot of people who have survived now out in the open. We are in real danger of seeing a secondary disaster which may um, caused harm to more people than the initial disaster. U.S. teams are starting to arrive as part of the search and recovery efforts. They include crews from the Fairfax and Los Angeles County Fire Departments and about a dozen rescue dogs who will be immediately deployed to the hardest hit areas. I'm Tina Krause, Hawaii News Now. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to evacuate the building uh, at this time. A called-in bomb threat interrupted the murder trial of disgraced South Carolina attorney Alex Murdaugh this afternoon. Murdaugh was walked out of a back door while members of his family were escorted out. Police dogs swept the courthouse and court staff and attorneys were called back in about two hours later after the building was cleared. Reaction today from a boisterous State of the Union address. I'm Alice Barr from the White House. Coming up, the fallout from the key moments last night and where President Biden is taking his message today. And as we head to break, a look at traffic right now. H1N Deliha moving along, passing through town. Not a crowded rush hour just yet. Give it about 15, 20 minutes or so. That's going to change. Evabound rolling in this corridor all the way to the stadium. Be back in a bit. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. 
Well, Quebec renovation work will soon begin on a portion of the pathway along Kapi'olani Park. Starting next week, the city will be repairing this three-quarter mile stretch along Paki Avenue and Ponimoy Road. One lane along Paki will be closed intermittently while work is underway. The $665,000 project is scheduled to be finished near the end of the summer. In national news, President Biden spent the day in Wisconsin promoting his economic plan. The trip comes on the heels of his State of the Union address, and the reviews are split along party lines. Alice Barr has more. President Biden on the road today in Battleground, Wisconsin. Last night I reported on the State of the Union. It is strong. It is strong. And it's strong because of you. Building off the energy from a spirited State of the Union address. The president extending a hand with repeated appeals for bipartisanship, though today Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy saying his party doesn't buy it. Well, I thought it was probably one of the most partisan State of the Union speeches I've ever heard. President Biden hit back against Republican heckling fallout today from this moment when he drew boisterous boos. For calling out an idea floated by just a few Republicans to let Medicare and Social Security sunset, the president then stirring both sides of the aisle to their feet to back the popular programs. Stand up and show them. We will not cut Social Security. We will not cut Medicare. I think he intended this setup, and so um, I think this was fun for him. They took the bait. And uh, he landed a big punch last night. The unmasked animosity from some Republicans, a sharp departure from traditional decorum and a symbol of the real challenges President Biden faces in advancing his agenda with Republicans in control of the House. A key White House advisor telling us the president won't back down. He's always been a fighter. People may have forgotten it, um, but we were all reminded of that last night. President Biden now selling his message directly to the American people as he eyes a second term. President Biden is expected to announce a re-election run for the White House soon. He heads to Florida tomorrow, home to two likely 2024 rivals, former President Trump and Governor Ron DeSantis. From the White House, Alice Barr, NBC News. Much more news ahead, but first a look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. One of the five cars stolen from a Kalihi dealership has been recovered, but police have yet to make any arrests. An update on the investigation. And while most of the country deals with an egg shortage, local farmers are cashing in. Jelani Martinez dives into the eggflation. And where you can find a delicious and jam-packed burrito right in town, Guy and Allison Blair have cheap eats at 4.30. Jen has your full forecast after the break. This podcast is sponsored by Doctors of Waikiki, Hawaii's best urgent care. Your local Hawaii Nissan dealers. And... HMAA. We're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.